Perhaps I was talking when I should have been listening. No matter what happens, you've got to hang on. Johnny, relax. Now you give him everything he wants, you understand? Now let's see what happens when we mix these two elements together. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you are now listening to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. It is season four, episode nine. And today's topic of discussion is going to be a book I recently finished, The 5 a.m. Club by Robin Sharma. So let's dive deep right into the topic that I want to talk about. And The 5 a.m. Club overall was an amazing book. And there was a lot of things that I think tied in a lot of the books that I've already read into this book, and it just made sense. Now, before I dive deep into it, I want to say that this advice is actually from a billionaire, a guy that has seen it all. He's seen his friends uh, become multimillionaires, whatever the case is, he's seen it all, and he knows the best formula, basically, to have a productive, efficient life, and it's not necessarily, and he, the billionaire even said that it's not all about money. Actually, when he met these two guys he told to, which they wrote the book, they didn't even know he was a billionaire at first because the only way to tell that he had a little bit of money is a Rolex. He only had one Rolex, and it was his prized possession. He wore it everywhere. And this was like a $25,000 watch. That's a lot, but in the essence of a billionaire, like it's crazy. Like That's the only thing he had uh, to show off, I guess, so to say, his money. Other than that, very humble guy. So I, I highly recommend your ears are up during this podcast because this is wisdom from a billionaire himself. So the billionaire had a mentor, which wasn't necessarily a billionaire. He was like a multimillionaire. And he had taught him one of the most important things out of anything else. So you might be asking, what was it? So the most reliable way to generate the best results in your personal and professional life is to build a world-beating morning routine. So to begin our journey with this podcast episode uh, towards understanding a revolutionary morning routine and a whole new outlook on life, and this is going to transform a lot of things for the better of your life. One of the first main topic points that we're going to be talking about is the solitude and enhanced brain state that you'll experience at 5 a.m. will help you perform like an elite performer. And the thing about getting up at 5 a.m. is that it promotes creativity, it doubles your energy, and triples your productivity. And you might be asking, how? How in the world, if I get up earlier, will that enhance uh, multiple things, energy, creativity, and productivity? Well, from the billionaire that was taught, there was two guys, one named John Grasham and another guy named Wolfgang Amus Amasarate. And they understood that isolation comes from getting up at 5 a.m. has a multiplying effect. So all of us have a limited cognitive bandwidth or mental capacity, so to say. And cognitive capacity basically refers to our ability to pay attention, make good decisions, stick with our plans and resist temptations. So it's just the intelligence to focus and make decisions basically when it comes down to it. So throughout the day, 
we have more things to pay attention to. There's the work, we work, the news, interaction with others, social media, it goes on and on and on. And it's harder to concentrate as the day goes on when stuff starts getting busy. So if you get up at 5 a.m., you'll have a golden opportunity to focus on the high value activity without your brain getting distracted. Because nowadays we get so distracted and caught up and we'll be, for example, I get on TikTok, I'm like, oh, I got five minutes. And then I end up being on it for an hour. It's just you get sucked in into social media. Uh, anything that takes away from your attention is a distraction from what you could be if you didn't. Like I could have read for 55 minutes instead of being on it or an hour if I wasn't even on it at all. And I could have furthered my knowledge. Now, I know you got to have time off. There's um, leisure time having your free time, so to say. But I think it's very important to be very disciplined with that. And I don't even get on my phone as much. So that I, I'm a terrible texter. I'm a terrible at getting back to people just because I have my phone set aside because I need to be productive and get as much done in the day as possible. So, so this focus is further enhanced by the concept of transit hypofrontality, which means, in a nutshell, that at 5 a.m., you are well-placed to achieve a state of flow in your thinking. And I talked about this in another podcast with Kadeem Leslie, and he talked about the state of flow and getting into that mindset, which is very important. So how and why does this happen? So why do we wanna be in the state of flow and how does it happen, so to say? So the brain's prefrontal cortex, which handles rational thought, temporarily shuts down. So your tendency to analyze so like stress and worry about things is impaired. And at the same time, the piece of daybreak stimulates the productivity of the neurotransmitter detrimites or serotonin. And I kind of botched that. <laughs> and the results is you naturally enter a state of flow, of being fully energized, focused, and in the zone. Flow is the elite mindset of all top performers, from violinists to scientists, it inhabits in our finest moments. So you'll find that you can get up at 5 a.m. and you'll be more focused and be more productive for the entire day. To get the results of the top 5% of the elite performers, you need to do what 95% of the other people will not do or unwilling they are unwilling to do. So most people aren't willing to get up at 5 a.m. So if you are, you already have a huge competitive advantage to other people. So that's what I've, I strive to that. Like I, I, I personally take that quote in order to be a part of the top 5% of high performers and people that get good jobs or start their own companies, entrepreneurs, you have to do what 95% of them will not do. And that's waking up early. Especially in college, a, a lot of people listen that are in college. If And it doesn't necessarily have to be 5 a.m. because I'm thinking, I'm like, 5 a.m., like, what if you don't have work, you don't have homework, or but there's always stuff you can work on. You can get up at 5 a.m., you can read. There's so many things that you can do to become better and basically do what that 95% isn't willing to do. And sometimes that is very tough and I, I will admit it is tough I get up early and 
I will say now, I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say I get up at 5 a.m. every morning. I don't. I've been actually lacking a little bit. So I'm starting to go to bed earlier, and we'll get into that later. But I want to be a part of that 5%. So I have to do what 95% of people aren't willing to do. And maybe you're listening, you're like, ah, it's not for me. That's okay. That's totally fine. But if you want to be a top of that five top 5%, you're going to have to do a lot more than meet the normal or the average because you want to be in that top 5%. So the next point the book makes is the history makers capitalize on their talents, avoid distractions, and achieve every day and master themselves. So firstly, the greatest people are defined not by their natural talent, but by their extent to which they capitalize. According to this billionaire, self-discipline and perseverance always trumps talent and giftedness. So rather than thinking you don't have what it takes, capitalize on the gifts you've got to make a difference to, with. And then secondly, the billionaire explained is that freedom from distraction is key. Again, freedom of distraction is key. Too many people today waste uh, too many people today waste hours on addictive and hollow technology and social media. If you want to win, you need to be focused, simplify, and concentrate. So. Turn off your notifications and cancel pointless meetings that are taking you away from the activities that really add value. Now, necessarily, not necessarily this is for everyone like the meeting part, but maybe canceling something that you don't need to go to. Party, for example. You don't need to go to that. You could work more. That's why I do that. I don't go to really parties that much. I don't go out that much. It's because I'm willing to do what 99% of people aren't willing to do. And that's going to come with advantages in the future. And it already gives me a huge competitive advantage, as we've already talked about. The third thing is understanding that the power of day stacking is very important. That means that small things that are done daily are way more important than bigger things done once in a while. Consider enhancing one ability or skill by just 1% every day. It's a small change, but... Over a year, there'll be 365% improvement, which is super important when we want to improve and become these history makers, so to say, and be remembered and leave a legacy. So the final thing the billionaire shared within the history maker point was that personal mastery practice. So according to a psychologist, there's a, um, and a person must invest at least 2.75 hours on a daily practice in a certain skill for 10 years for the first sign of an elite level of mastery to appear. So that means that we have to do whatever, say I want to be a really good reader or want to be educated on a certain topic. Well, I have to devote 2.75 hours daily, seven days a week in order in for 10 years straight in order to become a elite level mastery performer of that knowledge or whatever you want to call it another major point was giving attention to each of the four interior empires will allow you to master yourself and your chosen field so i was kind of confused when i first got into it i'm like what empires what do you mean so we're going to explain that so Mindset is just one of four 
interior empires. If you only are working on your mindset, you're ignoring your health set, your heart set, and your soul set. Let's look at what the big picture is. So like I, I have always tried to make my mindset the best it possibly can be, but in the realm of these four pillars, the um, mindset, the health set, heart set, and soul set, that means I'm only working on 25% of the picture when, I, when I'm not even working on 75% of the rest. So let's talk about what these, kind of, these pillars kind of mean. So your heart set is your emotional life and well-being. It's important because even with a world-class mindset, you can't deliver intellectual if, intellectually if your emotional life is a mess. So getting your emotional life together is huge. And then there was another pillar, the health set. Your physical health is really what it means. And it's one, and one of the keys ways to get ahead in life is longevity. So as a billionaire jokingly pointed out, you can't be a titan of your industry if you're dead. So once more elite performers realize that every day becomes far better with exercise. It ignites energy dissolves your stress and expands your joy. But even that isn't enough as there is another interior empire to cultivate. So the last one of the, the four pillars is your soul set. So the billionaire explained it's your spirituality. So too often every day life pulls us towards the superficial and the material well-being of buying materials and stuff like that. So take some time in a, in a quiet place and in your early mornings to remember who you truly are. Bond with the hero inside, inside you and in the silence of the dawn, meditate on what you have to offer to the world. Focus on your soul set and you'll reconnect with your very best part of yourself. And I found that interesting because all the time we, a lot, like even in this podcast, Mindset, mindset, mindset. Oh, you got to have mindset to do this. But it makes sense. And I was just reading something on Instagram from like a motivation page. There's what millionaires and billion, or billionaires regret. And um, Bill Gates, one of his was his emotional side, which is the heart set, the emotional life. He got a divorce recently and he said, I wish I would have devoted more time to my wife. I wish I would have told her how much I appreciate her. And he said, I wish I would have spent more time with my family. And there was many things these billionaires have been had problems of uh, that they ha don't have these four pillars. And it's the first time that these four pillars have been brought up to me. And it's that's why I love reading and seeing different perspectives through different lenses of people's thinking, especially billionaires, let alone because they have really good mindsets um, and heart sets and soul sets and health sets. So Putting those four together, because I feel like that's, this is a huge main topic, is your mindset is very important. But there's other besides mindset, which is the heart set, which is your emotional life, your health set, which is your physical health, and your soul set. So being with jumping out of your day-to-day -day routine and taking moments like Example A, I, I do gratitude. I do five things I'm grateful for in the morning, morning and I think, I meditate, and I just reconnect with my personal self and think about what I have to offer for the world is something that I'm going to be adding because that's what the book said. So 
now that you know this, let's jump to the 2020 formula that ensures that your waking up at 5 a.m. generates incredible results. So just rising at 5 a.m. alone won't do it. You could rise at 5 a.m. and waste your time scanning through social media and checking messages, and you won't optimize your day. What, will, uh, what we will do is the 2020-20 formula that says that you have 20 minutes to move, 20 minutes to reflect, and 20 minutes to grow. So the first is to move. So that's doing workouts and getting a sweat on is really important. And that's because sweat gets rid of cortisol, which is a hormone of fear. So you're technically getting rid of fear. And then sweat generates protein BDNFs or brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which repairs brain cells and accelerates the formation of new neural connections. So so basically those scientific words come down to just by sweating for 20 minutes, it literally means you think faster. And I always like to start my days off by working out. Like I, I have my day, I do my soul set type of ordeal. I write my gratitude, I meditate, I do my thing in the morning. I have a chill way of entering my mornings because I read Think Like a Monk, which was another amazing book that I have a podcast over. And I just sit down and I think and try not to get on my phone. And I I really have, I know I've been so much better with being on my phone. And I know people that uh, I love to death, they know it as well because like uh, maybe family group chats or something, I'm not as responsive because I'm not by my phone as much. And I know I should be because I have to have that heart set, right? I have to be connected to the people I love and spend time with them. So there's definitely a happy medium between that. So then that makes up what we just talked about getting your sweat on makes up the um, the first 20 minutes of your 5am. So the next which is your 520 to 440. I mean, sorry, 520 to 540am is time to reflect with a period of deep peace and solitude. So before the complexity of the day emerges, reflect on what's important to you. Like writing your thoughts in a journal, like I just said. Commit your current ambitions, the things that you're grateful for in life, and get all your frustration and disappointments out on paper. And I, Journaling is so amazing. It's definitely a form of meditation and getting things off your mind and being able to think clearly throughout the day. So doing so will help you understand your vision and let go of toxic negative energies. So take a few minutes to meditate as well. Like I've, I've preached, I don't know how long, uh, I, I know just not that many people do it. And then people wonder why they stress, have anxiety. I got a lot of stuff on my plate and there's a bunch of other people that have a lot of stuff on their plate. I'm able to function very well due to how I meditate, control my breathing. There's many videos on it. I even have a podcast on mindfulness, which is med- talks about meditating, which I think is super important. And again, if you want to be a top of that 5%, you got to be doing what 95% of people aren't willing to do. And you're, it's fine if you don't want to be in the top 5%. But personally, me, I want to leave a legacy and want to make the world a better place truly when it comes down to it. So research shows that meditation helps lower cortisol, which reduces your stress. It's a proven way to stay calm and great performers of the world are always calm, which is a huge thing. So I've heard it. I don't know how many times a lot of people that I um, have heard about and seen meditate. 
that are very successful in life. Not necessarily making the most money, but happy in life and successful because I think that's what we all need to aim to do is do keep on working until you find your purpose. And once you find your purpose, hone down on it and be happy with life. Don't go chasing. It's good to go for money. It's a factor, but do what you're passionate about. And I'll say that to the day I die. So now it's time to talk about the last 20 minutes of the first hour. So here you need to grow. So take 20 minutes to learn. Study the lives of great achievers by reading their bibliographies and learn about human psychology, watch documentaries on innovation, or listen to auto, uh, auto books, which I do all the time, or about business building or whatever, you, whatever industry you're in. One thing billionaires have in common is that they love to learn. That was from the billionaire himself. And as you all pro probably know, I'm a very vivid book reader because I come out with a podcast just about every week saying I've read another book. You might ask how efficient, like how I'm able to do all this. I use an app called Blinkist, and that's where a lot of my summaries for my books that I present to you guys, I, I shuffle down and I write in my own words and move around a little bit. Uh, to give you guys information to a specific solid point that is most efficient and not just rambling on about fluff and stuff. So I think it summarizes books within 10 to 20 minutes. So instead of reading, I do read though still. I'm, I'm reading currently Design, uh, Designing of the Mind. I just finished uh, the 5 a.m. club and there's other hard copy books I read, but I like listening to books as well. So I have uh, Scribed and I have Blinkist as well, which are huge things in my learning process. So, and also talked about bibliographies, I dropped that, um, on successful people. I've read Elon Musk's bibliography. That was a really good one. Let me look at my books. Uh, I've read a lot of uh, war books as well uh, that are based on true stories, just the fearlessness they have and how they carry themselves and I think there's a lot of good character to know about these warriors that we are so lucky to have in America to defend us uh let's see what else I'm not going to go through a bunch but there's a lot of uh bibliographies that I've looked at and I'm currently on Steve Jobs as well I'm on many books I'm all over the place but so let's break down that hour the first hour get a sweat on first 20 minutes the next 20 minutes reflect the last 20 minutes is learn so that's very important. So embracing sleep is one of the biggest points as well in the book. Embracing sleep in the twin cycle of elite performers is essential to maximizing the potential of the 5 a.m. club. So research has shown that sleep is one of the key factors in predicting life expectancy. How you spend the last hour of your day is all, uh, almost as important to the peak performance of how you spend the first hour of the day. Too many people today are in state of sleep deprivation, driving, uh, driven by technology. And research shows that the blue light emitted by our devices reduces levels of melatonin, the chemical that reduces induces sleep. So, being in front of the sleep, uh, <laughs> sleep, and being in front of a screen before you go to sleep will cause you to actually stay more awake because it reduces melatonin that your body is producing to go to bed, it actually reduces that, which you don't want. So 
you want melatonin in order to go to sleep. Obviously, there's a medicine called melatonin, so you go to sleep. That's basically giving you more melatonin than your body already produces, so you have extra to go to sleep, and that's kind of the medicine behind that. And it's so important not to stay in front of your screen before going to bed because you want your brain to naturally perform the melatonin chemical that's happening. And which means in order to be a part of the 5am club, and again, you can edit this to how you want. Uh, you don't necessarily have to get up at 5am. I'm not saying that. It's something I'm working towards. I, I'm 100%. I got up earlier today than I have most days, and I'm going to keep on inching towards that. And if you want to be in the 5am club, you have to turn off technology at 8pm and then spend the last two hours of your awakening because you're going to go to bed at 10 a.m. Uh, 10 p.m. in order to get seven hours of sleep, which you really need in order to, to perform as well as you possibly can. And sleeping isn't the only important factor to rejuvenate yourself. So a key to top performance over time is to no good time periods between your passionate work, your focused work, at your highest levels and periods of time for deep refueling through relaxation, recovery, and fun. So it's a process that this billionaire calls a twin cycle of elite performance. So growth happens not just in the performance phase, but also in the recovery phase. So that's why sleep is important for recovery, but also when you work, I've always been told this, the brain can only work efficiently. And I remember telling this in my other podcast, how to effectively manage your day to day, another good podcast, if you haven't already listened to, that your brain only works is efficient within a certain period of time, within, I believe, 45 minutes, and then you take a five minute break, and then you come back and your brain's refreshed. So think about this in the way of farm, so to say, a farm crop. So in farmers, plant the crop and then they have to after they've harvested it and everything they have to let the soil sit they have to go through and plow the soil mix it around and they have to let the soil sit because and that's one of the most important phases because the soil needs to gain nutrients and in order to have a really good grow and the food to taste good and it to grow perfectly fine and be the most efficient and productive so hunter why would you compare those two it we're kind of like soil, like farm crop, if you think about it, because we grow and we like learn, we work and stuff, but then we need to get sleep and we need to have time for fun. There's a happy medium behind the two, and that's why it's called the twin cycle of elite performance. Because you need to, it, sleeping and having enjoyment is just important as the hard work, because without it, you get burnt out, and I've had that happen many times. And that's how you perform the best possible way. So in summary, the first hour of the day are where heroes are made. If you want to master your life, start by owning the mornings. Freedom from distraction at 5 a.m. will allow you to build your creativity, maximize your fitness, and protect your sincerity in the age of complexity as you grow older. So actionable advice to this is set your alarm clock at half an hour fast and trick yourself for getting up at 5 a.m. or whatever time you want to get at. So it in the book also talks about how you should like definitely set it across the room. That's something I've been doing because 
uh, I'm not going to lie, there's some days where I accidentally sleep in. And then my roommate wakes me up because we go to the gym in the morning. So luckily I have that. Uh, but I put it across the room, which is a big help because you have to get up and then your brain starts working. You're like, "Uh, I probably shouldn't go back to bed. So put it across. And also uh, it talked about not using technology. So not making digital, but using um, like an old fashioned uh, alarm clock can also very much help. So I'll be putting the book down in the description if you want to buy it off Amazon. I think it's a really good book that you can dive deeper into. We There's many other trips, uh, (laughs) tricks and tips within the book. So definitely check it out. If you're interested, you can just click on the link in the description of the podcast, and it will take you to the Amazon book uh, where it's at. As always, hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day, and I will be seeing you next time. Cue the outro. This has been the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Catch you guys next time.